Rich Posh to the Big with Kyle Straub and Pat James. We are brought to you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call at 845-430-8415. Hope you all are having a good day as we very quickly approach opening day for the 2022 North Carolina Tar Heel baseball season. And one of the key cogs to this team, success or not, it's going to be Danny Ceretti. And that's who our player profile is here today. Yeah, Danny Ceretti, you know, comes in, you know, started 60 of 61 games when she played in as a true freshman there in 2019, slashing 299, 373, 424 on his way to freshman All-America honors. But, you know, you've kind of seen you over the last two years where, you know, you've seen some ups and downs of the plate. And when the ups have been there, I mean, they've been, you know, phenomenal, as we know. But, you know, beginning of last season, you know, it was especially difficult for him. You know, he started off batting 188 with 26 strikeouts compared to only 11 walks over UNC's first 26 games. But, you know, you saw him keep working. I think this is the most impressive thing you saw from Danny all year is, you know, he stayed just even keeled throughout that. You know, Coach Forbes has talked throughout, you know, this offseason and even parts of last season where, you know, maybe freshman year Danny Ceretti might have been a little too worried about what was going on, start pressing a little bit more and more. But, you know, you saw Danny kind of take a pretty calm approach to it. You know, we talked to him a little bit about it when he joined the show back last April, I believe. Um, you know, and as we saw, he ultimately turned things around to slash 249, 332, 488, with a team best 39 RBIs and 30 extra base hits. That include 18 doubles, three triples, and nine homers. You know, and that's something we've seen him kind of just continue to tap into more and more over the course of his career is kind of that, you know, extra power um, as a switch hitter. And, you know, and he goes and he followed that up with a strong summer on the Cape in which he slashed 282, 365, 400. Uh, in 96 plate appearances with the Chatham Anglers. And I think, you know, that's just been kind of a steady progression for him there, you know, at the plate. And I think, you know, Coach Forbes has even said that this is the best he's looked in his entire career so far. You know, here's the thing with baseball. You're going to have your ups and downs at the plate. It, it, it happens to everybody throughout a season. You hope that you don't start on a, a downswing. So it's not that uphill battle all season long to get your numbers. I'm using the air quotes here. You can't see me, but <laughs> to get your numbers where you expect them to be or where people are expecting them to be. But I think part of that is what hit Danny last year. Another part of it is sometimes you just had bad luck and he had the combination of a slow start plus some bad luck because when he did make contact last year, early in the season, he was making some good solid contact. I think early in the year, the first three weeks, I had him leading the team in hard hit balls. Didn't matter what the result was, just hard hit balls at the plate, yet he was batting below 200. So those two things really put him in a spot where he was in a a tough spot in the beginning of the year. But we talked with Coach Forbes and saw it ourselves. Second half of the year especially, he was the best batter in the lineup. And the thing that also I'm taking away from last year is when he had those struggles, when things weren't going his way, He got into a lot of deep counts too. He was seeing pitches. He was letting his teammates see pitches. He was making the pitcher work to get him out instead of going up there, swinging at bad pitches and kind of to your point, getting in his own head and getting down because things weren't going his way. Now in year four, you expect all of that, but maybe not the Valley as low as, as he's had the last couple of years. And if that's the case, you're talking about back to, potentially being all America type status and a guy that from that first year, even though maybe he was a little overshadowed because Aaron Sabato was part of that freshman class, scouts have raved about him. They love his size. They love the way he looks at the plate in the field. Is this the year that he finally puts it all together for the Tar Heels? 
And I think the other thing, you know, to kind of mention, you know, when it comes to last year is obviously there was kind of that maybe, you know, whether he will admit it or not, that extra, you know, incentive or extra pressure, however you want to frame it of, you know, the draft, you know, that was really something that was kind of hanging over him um, over the course of the year. Obviously, you know, he ends up passing on the chance to sign a pro contract after being unselected. And, you know, Coach Forbes told a story in which, you know, he sat down both with him and Angel Zarate um, there shortly around the draft before it or after it and said, you know, if you guys want to come here, like come back, you know, to help us win, to help us get forward, like not to improve your draft stock and things like that. And I think that, you know, so far, just through, you know, the brief conversations that I've had with Danny this offseason, as well as, you know, when we talked to Coach Forbes, I think you see a guy who just the kind of drive that he has, I think, you know, it's just more and more kind of, you know, he, he has somewhere that he wants to be and, you know, he wants to get, you know, not only to, you know, professional ranks, but he wants to get this team to Omaha. It's easy to forget, you know, he's been around here so long that you forget that he came in that year after the Omaha team, you know, he yeah, just, he, one game away. Exactly. I mean, he was right there on the precipice of being able to make it there and hasn't been able to get back since. I think that that's something that certainly has to motivate him just as much as it does any player on this roster. Yeah. I've really loved to see the growth. It's the case for, for most kids that when they stick around for four years, you get to see them that freshman year, finally get to see them the final season and how much they've matured and grown as a person and player. Uh, but especially for Danny, um, I think a lot of people from the outside saw him come in. He got a little bit of swagger to him and thought, oh, who's this cocky kid? And then a little bit of struggle in two years, two and three. But behind the scenes has constantly been a good teammate and now one of the leaders on the team, both by example and by verbally going out there, helping to motivate or help to coach up some of those younger guys. So yeah, I really hope that he's able to put it all together this season. I feel like that's what's on the precipice for him here in 2022. But I love your point about having that conversation with Coach Forbes and buying in 100% to this team. It's not going to be a concern of, oh, is he just looking towards the draft at the end of the year? Is he just trying to do things the scouts are looking for? That's not going to be the case with either him or Zarate, who we'll do a little bit later. They are bought into this team and they are bought into getting to Omaha. And that's what their goal is this year. I'm very excited to see not just Zarate, but Zarate and what they can do to help that team get there. Let's go ahead and jump to our number to know and wrap things up here on the fourth year Tar Heel shortstop. Yeah, just continuing to hammer home that kind of experience aspect, you know, with another one of these veterans. You know, 135, that's the total number of games that Surrey has played in during his UNC career, which includes 134 starts. That's 28 more games and 56 more starts at the D1 level than any other player on the roster. So, yeah, I mean, when we talk about experience, I mean, you see it, and you see it all the time with Danny when he's out there, especially on the defensive end, which, you know, we kind of went around a little bit there, but, you know, he just has such a presence. I mean, like, it, it's very obvious. Like, you can just tell. And I think that that sort of presence, whether it be, you know, in the dugout, you know, out there on the field, in the batter's box, I think is, as you said, just going to be critical to kind of, you know, what this team does this season. That is our player profile on Danny Ceretti For Pat James, I'm Kyle Straub. Thanks for joining us here on Bosch the Bigs, and we'll catch you next time.